Welcome to Geeks on News, week three of May. My name is Aaron Hendricks, and I am a geek. Hi, I'm Brian Pinalto. I'm a web designer, and I'm a geek. And here we are again. I'm trying to do this weekly. Uh, it was a little rough because of uh, of work, but, you know, we're back at it. Brian, yeah. thank you for helping me out. Yeah, it's one of those things like, how many geeks does it take to, to make a Skype call? And... Uh... <laughs> I think, I think, we still don't have enough. Apparently, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we tried to get Don on this evening, uh, and Matt actually. Uh, Matt was doing voiceover work uh, all day, and when he called me, I couldn't even understand him because his voice was so trashed. <laughs> uh, he was doing like screams and grunts and stuff for I think uh, I don't know if it was for a video game or or <laughs> what, but. His voice was shot, and then Don, we couldn't get his uh, mic to work. So, <laughs> you know what? We're going to do this anyway. Yeah. Um, so this might be a shorter one because <clears throat> uh, the network upfronts are done, and that is when the uh, the networks um, uh, introduced to uh, us are the new shows that are going to be coming out this fall. And uh, I worked on the CBS ones, but I thought it would be interesting to go through the and find some of the geeky ones that might be interesting uh, to our audience and uh, talk about them real quickly. Yeah, I think that'd be good. And also kind of also look at the ones that are were canceled and uh, yeah, and we'll get a sense of what was what's going out and what's coming in. Well, and we're not going to talk about – listen, this is not uh, about all the cable uh, shows that are coming out soon. I mean, we could be talking about that for uh, hours and hours. This is just the major networks. They had a big week this week, so we're just strictly sticking to that. Right. We'll be covering HBOs and Showtimes and AMCs and all that stuff as they come. Uh but this was one special week where all the network, main networks, ABC, NBC, CBS, uh, uh, um, CW, uh, Fox, threw, they threw out some stuff. Mm-hmm. So some of the stuff that left, actually, one of them actually kind of bummed me out. So one of the shows, one of the shows that is, is not coming back that got canceled is Agent Carter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was kind of bummed about that one as well. Um, I can't say, you know, maybe I'm part of the problem. I haven't been religiously watching that show either, but uh, I do listen to the uh, Children of Tendu podcast, which is um, done by some of the uh, TV writers uh, on some of the shows we know and love, like Agent Carter and Lost and The 100 and whatnot, and one of the guys on that show um, was on that staff. And so uh, it's been interesting to hear them go through the process of how things work and um, from the writer's perspective. And, um, you know, it's, uh, it's, you know, I I think we could, you know, have that discussion of, you know, why, why the show is gone, but agents lives on and. Well, okay. So that's, this is, I don't know exactly what is going on. I, I am not a watcher of agents of shield. I just don't think the show is very good. Mm. I think Agent Carter is a way more sophisticated show. 
and the uh, the cast is a gazillion times better. Yeah, and I don't I don't want to like chalk this up to no one wants to see a female lead in a superhero action TV series, mm-hmm. but. I really, and maybe it's because it wasn't pushed as hard as Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but there's something fishy going on here to me. I mean, well, right. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think it might be two things. And one is what you just said, which is it's, it's sophisticated, more sophisticated than Agents, which, again, is, I don't know. I just, to me, it's just not as, it's not that good a show. Um but Agents, I mean. Yeah. And, it, you know, sophisticated sometimes doesn't always translate not translate, but doesn't work as well for uh, network audiences for, for whatever reason. Yeah, obviously, like shows like Game of Thrones are incredibly sophisticated and they're huge successes. But for some reason, if it's on network and it's sophisticated, then not as big a thing. The other thing is, I think it's just um, time period shows are tougher on network. Um, obviously, there's things like um, the uh, the the show that's uh, slipping my mind right now, the one that's the Ron Moore based on the book um, Outlander. Oh, right, right. right. Or, yeah. Out, or whatever, yeah. Uh, that's popular, but again, I think that's an outlier for period pieces. Uh, so, so a network show set in the 40s, 50s, or whatever, um, I just don't know that that's going to succeed. I feel like they even backed off on that on the second season, which I was a little bummed out about. I mean, what was great about the first season is that she was a female agent in an, in the 40s, late 40s, who had to deal with no man in that office wanting her to be a female agent. And that was like the best thing ever. I mean, yeah. you know, she was better than all of them. She had to go fight crime while making coffee for the office because – Gosh dang it! She just makes great coffee. I mean, it was just perfect. <laughs> mm-hmm. I loved that. You know, she, you know, she was a modern woman stuck in 1948 or wherever, uh, whenever that took place. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I thought that was a a great idea. And I'm really bummed about this one. Um, yep. Now the other one that AB or ABC canceled was the Muppet Show. Mm-hmm. I didn't like the Muppet Show, so this didn't one hit very hard. <laughs> <laughs> well, when did you did you give it? Because they did have a, a change in the 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 showrunner like midway through, and they word was that it was it had found its its legs, and it was you know more true to what the Muppets were. They had found the the uh, the more tone that they were looking for. Did you? No, not did, not only I didn't even know that happened. Okay, yeah, because that that happened like I guess sometime around the mid. Their mid-run around episode eleven or so, or so. There was no charm to the at least the the episodes I saw. There mm-hmm. was you know all the music, all the all that kind of uh, theatery, the theateriness of the of the original uh, was not there, mm-hmm. and I just that just kind of raw. We're just going to film this like a uh, a regular uh, sitcom. It just didn't do it for me. Yeah. Uh, maybe I should go back and at least check out the last, you know, the last half to see, you know, what that was like. But there were fans of that, and I know some geeks out there were bummed that the Muppets did 
did uh, did get canceled. I have a feeling we're going to see that come back in another 10 years. <laughs> yeah, they provided their bit of nostalgia for a short amount of time, and I think they'll be back, whether it's a movie or a TV series of some kind. It's, that's a property that's not going away. So. <laughs> right. No, it's not going anywhere. Uh, anything else get canceled that would... Uh, I'm, as I look at the list, there's a uh, Gallivant. I'm not even familiar oh, with that. That's right. That's right. Um, I never did watch that either. Um, yeah. <laughs> I guess there's nothing else to say about that one. I know. <laughs> Sorry. I think that was, was that ABC as well? Yes, that's all. Yeah. Yeah. ABC's had, uh, had some troubles. In fact, you'll ABC has a lot of new shows. So um, they did a big, a, a big, took a big ax to their schedule. So, mm-hmm. but you, you never know. We might have a whole bunch of new, really good ones now. Yeah. Uh, the one that is kind of didn't get axed per se was Supergirl from mm-hmm. CBS. It is now moving to the CW. I think we all agree that it should have started on the CW. Yeah, for sure. Um, they did a crossover episode and tried their best to kind of keep it separate with the storyline. Like they actually had to open up another dimension and have her go to an alternate Earth just to meet them so that they didn't have to talk about <laughs> them ever again. Right. And now I think they're going to have to figure out how to bring those two dimensions back. Yeah. Yeah, they have two issues that they'll have to deal with um, going to CW. One is the budget. And I just read today that they might have to have less of Calista Flockhart in in the show, whether it's because they are moving their production to Vancouver instead of Los Angeles. And so that obviously changes things for some people. Yeah. And um, just the budget overall, I don't know if that means that just effects-wise or cast-wise, they have to make some changes. But the other thing, which seems to have always been like this lingering uh, shadow of everything almost literally is the fact that you know Superman is often mentioned and comically shown sort of like just off screen or just in some vague way and uh, and we're talking the movie version yeah <laughs> like so, not, they tried tying it to the movie version which the CW has now just flat out with a new ma- uh, flash uh, movie coming, I can't imagine them just flat out just separating the two now. Yeah, they need to. Which, you know, what do we feel about that? I think D- DC is in this weird pickle where they desperately want to have this multi uh, universe uh, movies connecting, and yet they've got these TV shows that are not not connected at all, they keep doing it over and over and over, and then which they're very successful with a lot of these TV shows, but they're it's not building a multiverse. Yeah, well, it's a tough nut to crack because it's as as well as Marvel has done the MCU and has some success with its its TV shows, they still haven't been able to fully integrate them, and I don't think they even want to. Uh, so I don't, I don't know. I, I, I feel well, like, yeah, they, they've kept them a little bit separate, but I guarantee you there's not going to be a movie version of daredevil. No. Yeah. Like 
they they've decided that he's daredevil mm-hmm. they've made they've they've predetermined how they're going to separate out television with film mm-hmm. and still allow them to live in the same universe i mean okay. we do we do hear about them even if it's very briefly they talk about oh new york was destroyed during the incident in mm-hmm. daredevil yeah well it goes to marvel's overall plan is i think they they have things planned out in dc as we're continually dis, continually seeing uh, is still groping along blindly trying to figure out how to tie things together and yeah. Uh, I think they they started with the solid base of the TV series, which are all pretty good, and then they decided to go full force with the the movies. And they Marvel did it sort of the other way. They they had a f- solid foundation of movies, and then they started building uh, TV series afterwards. And that was probably easier to do because mm-hmm. the genie's out of the bottle already with the DC stuff. They've 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 got a somewhat different tone for the TV series. And it just doesn't completely mesh with what they're trying to do now with the movies. The guy who's heading up the CW stuff seems to be getting it a little bit. He set he, he has set a tone. It, it feels like a CW shows. I mean, I get it. Mm-hmm. It may not be the tone that you want, but he set up a tone. They he set up a a show that did well and started spitting off additional shows uh, and weave them in. So they there's synergy. If one isn't doing well, you know, Arrow shows up and gives them a little kick. <laughs> and if Arrow has some problems, Flash goes over there and gives a little kick. I mean, mm-hmm. Supergirl wasn't doing as well on CBS, and so Flash showed up there. I mean, that's what you need to do. Uh, so he's seemed to be building his own little empire on that end. Mm. It doesn't seem to be matching up with the with the the rest of the DC producers or our big brains. Yeah. Uh, it, it's almost like it's separate companies or something. Yeah. And even just to switch networks and altogether the Gotham is returning which that show has gotten so much uh I don't know. I, I haven't watched it. I've just read about it, and people have the tone of that one has been just w- really off the wall. And I don't know the, how that fits into it, whether the CDU, CW universe or the or the the movie universe. I don't think it fits in anywhere. It's just it's like it's mm-hmm. totally totally separate. So yeah, yeah. again, I don't know that they have a a consistent plan. Yeah, everything is just completely different. And you know what? If they just if I feel like if they just have decided, if they just sat down and decided, you know what, we're going to make a whole bunch of really great separate contained movies. Like Superman will never ever. If they just maybe gave up and said, maybe our strategy is make amazing Batman movies, make mm-hmm. amazing Superman movies, and just not worry about making a universe, then do that. But they are flip-flopping all over the place looks like a you know a dead you know, like a fish writhing on the, uh, on the beach trying to get to the water yeah it's uh, a it's a fish that's trying to follow uh, a much more life 
specimen like a shark and it's only like a flounder. <laughs> right, <laughs> it it right. saw the Avengers movies and said we can do that and and it's just it's it's just not not there yet. Yeah. If it ever will be. I don't know. They, there's after the Batman v Superman movie, I don't there's a lot of people that are I mean, they'll make their money and they'll 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 make their movies and it's but I don't I don't know. I, I just have a feeling that people are quick to make assumptions and judgments about things. And, um, but who knows, maybe the Wonder Woman movie will come out and it'll be fantastic. And that could, all it takes is maybe one or two stinkers in the Marvel universe could, you know, be in the same place. Yeah. Yeah. And frankly, I don't know with the upcoming slate of films, like some of them look at, I look at them and I'm like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> of course, who knows? I, I thought that about Guardians of the Galaxy and that one was fine. So I and well, I have a feeling that they're hanging uh, a, a, a they're hanging their their weight on Spider Man. Yeah, that's going to be the new anchor. Mm-hmm. So all right, so let's move on. Let's move up to the let's go to the to the networks here okay. and talk about these new shows. So. We're going to be describing uh, these new shows. There are trailers for every single one of these. So that's how we know what these uh, shows are uh, are about. Because we watch the trailers and that's pretty much all that we have here. Mm-hmm. So ABC, mm-hmm. we have um, this, this one is probably my the one that I'm most excited for. I don't know why this seems like a good idea. The first one's called Designated Survivor. Um, this is a Kiefer Sutherland vehicle. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one has him... Um, uh, I, I don't know if people out there know this. I learned this uh, on West Wing. Uh, <laughs> when there is a State of the Union address and the entire United States government is in one room... Uh, they decide to pick somebody who is uh, in line for presidency and put them somewhere else so that if anything happens, there's at least one person who will survive a tragedy that might, you know, wipe out the president, vice president, speaker of the house, and everybody else. And it just so happens that Kiefer Sutherland (laughs) is that person. (laughs) And yeah. uh, and then there's some type of uh, terrorist attack and wipes out the U.S. government mm-hmm. top down, and he becomes the president of the United States by uh, default. And then he, it looks like, has to rebuild the government, yeah. solve the, the 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 mystery of who uh, who attacked the United States, and there's almost like a 24 type of feel to this. It's not just because Kiefer's in it, but yeah. Well, that helps. Yeah, it's watching that trailer. I, I, I felt well. First of all, yeah, I was always kind of wondered if that was like apocryphal that there's someone that has that role. But I think that is actually true that there is like a cabinet member member who who does get bunkered away somewhere. I learned um, that they had that episode in West Wing like yeah. ten years ago. Yeah, but uh, it 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 felt very uh, well. Well, you know, it it it, it looks movie like. It's it has a lot of. Um, it made me think this almost sounds like uh, something that would be a movie. Uh, so I, it, my thought was, how is this? You know, if I was sitting there listening to this as a pitch, I'd be like, what is the series here? Okay, he has to. Yeah, like what's season two? <laughs> yeah, what is season two? Because I'm thinking, all right, he becomes president, 
Is it that he has to convince people that he's worthy of being president? Does he have ongoing crises with whatever terrorist organization that's responsible? Is, is, there, is there some conspiracy involved? Or right, uh, it has to be more than just this one, an inciting incident that thrusts him into it. The other thing which I just thought of as you were talking about this was, it almost you could almost flip this on its head in a different way and have the cabinet member have been someone like completely inept and and being like making it more of a I don't know, like a dark comedy of like someone who's like, imagine George Costanza being that one guy who was fired the day before, but, and as a punishment, you are the designated cabinet member to go in the bunker and, oh, now you're, now you're the president. <laughs> and so, um, I don't know. Yeah. I think that would have been almost, uh, as entertaining to see, uh, someone like that uh, yeah, yeah. take over the mantle instead of, you know, good old Jack Bauer as <laughs> now the president. Well, you know, these are all the questions that the trailer does not show. I mean, who knows? It may be a pilot-only type of show. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I, I thought the same thing. Like, okay, episode two to, is what? <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, who knows? But it looks interesting to me. It's an yeah. interesting idea. Yep. All right, the next one, and this is very strange to me, is the first one of three. Yeah. Well, actually, at least three. There might be more. There might be four time travel uh, series. Now, I think CBS is the only one without a time travel story. <laughs> I don't know. This it's the zeitgeist of today. Mm-hmm. Time travel. This one. Uh, this is the ABC show. Time after time. What do you think about this one? This looked awful to me. Okay, time after time. So this is the one. This is the one with with uh, the writer of uh, uh, Time Machine. This is H.G. Wells getting into a time machine, building it, not yeah, just writing the it. damn thing. And, and then Jack the Ripper goes to the future and he follows him. Well, my thought was, okay, I like Jack the Ripper um, idea, that kind of storyline. Uh I felt like once they landed in, I guess it's New York. Modern New York. Of course. Yeah, of course it's modern New York. Uh, immediately it just fell apart. Exactly. Uh, it, it's like, well, now we've got these guys who are very 21st century looking, who were, who looked like they were playing guys from the, you know, 19th century. Now they're back in their element. They're, They've got their regular 21st century clothes on. They've got trendy their regular haircuts. Twi- their trendy haircuts and their 21st century bodies. And I was just like, okay, this is right. Not. Yeah, they're just, yeah. And now it's just like a cop, cop show with a guy named H.G. Wells. It, it looked awful to me. Yeah. Um, I, one of, and one of the fun things about this too is like reading the comments on you know throwing all these trailers are on YouTube and someone wrote. Um, how it was funny how no one paid any attention to the Jack the Ripper character because he just looked like some kind of hipster. <laughs> and, yeah, uh, right. Uh, as, you know, walking around in his, his, his little duds. And um, so I thought, yeah, that's very true. He looks just like a, <laughs> a, a dandy hipster. And, of course, then he changes his clothes to look like a suave um, guy who, who wants to just kill everybody. But Yeah, I – Probably will not even give this one a shot. Yeah. Uh, the next two on ABCs, I wasn't sure if it fit into our geeky cat, uh, category, but eh. One is called uh, Still Star Crossed. 
This is kind of this looks expensive to me, if anything. This is like a Shakespearean um, series based off of Romeo and Juliet, mm. and uh, I. It's hard to say much about it besides that because I, besides a uh, like an interesting soap opera period piece. It was hard to tell where this was going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard about this one. I had, wasn't able to watch the trailer. It somehow was taken off the YouTube, at least the link I had. So, um, but I've heard about it. It's um, it's another one of those things that are a remake of something. Every year we've got plenty of remakes of different things and borrowing. Actually, if you look at the list here, there's tons of things that are remakes yeah. or using old properties. Uh, you know, it's, it'd be, just imagine what things would be like if, if Disney had won that copyright thing from uh, a few years ago. And some of the copyrights that expired well more than a hundred years ago would now be available. We'd have so many different more uh, things to choose from than just Jack the Ripper and Romeo, Romeo and Juliet. So, yeah. Um, Maybe it's a blessing disguise. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, who knows? It looks like they threw some money at it. They've got some interesting costumes, some great sets. I would tune into this. It. Um, they have a uh, black and white cast, which doesn't seem to fit into the time period. But I don't know if that really care if that really matters mm-hmm. uh, because it feels uh, almost like. It doesn't feel – it feels otherworldly in a way. So mm-hmm. maybe uh, that is completely fine. Yeah. Uh, I mean it's – it you don't feel like you're watching a historical piece. It's almost like a theatrical historical piece. So uh, – and so, you know, then it doesn't matter. Um, so I would give this one a shot just because it looked beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, I feel like this is going to be uh, almost like a um, – late night uh, uh, soap, like a Falcon Crest, like an updated Falcon <laughs> Crest in a way. Um, I know it's strange to compare that with Shakespeare, but I kind of got that uh, Im- impression. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, uh, the next one is called Imaginary Mary, and this is kind of a quirky, uh, there's a quirky woman trying to get through life, and she's got, you know, not good with men and all that. The thing that made it a little bit geeky, so I threw it on here, was that she has this imaginary friend who's this, like, crazy animated 3D monster who <laughs> she had when she was a little girl who's now plaguing her mm-hmm. in her adult life. And, t- you know, she has these conversations. I'm assuming it's supposed to be in her head. Mm-hmm. They were indicating that maybe there it might not just be in her head. So I threw it on this list in case you guys want to see. Yeah. What do you think of the the character design for the imaginary friend? I wasn't too impressed with that. I thought I, what, it should have been either much more cute or just much more creepy or just, I don't know. It, it was somewhere in the middle and it was just like, I don't really know what I'm supposed yeah. to feel about this thing. It wasn't inspiring. No, yeah. um, it, it's fine. I This one might be too quirky for network television anyway. Yeah. But who knows? Yeah. This one in one will come up to later. I, I kind of question the, 
<laughs> amount of success that they will have because it is quirky. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move on to Fox. Mm-hmm. So Fox is 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 digging out some uh, some IPs that we've we've seen before. <laughs> Yeah. And they're turning them into TV shows. Uh, CBS mm-hmm. has done the same thing and has done okay with it. So let's see if Fox can do it. With the first one, Lethal Weapon. That's Pass. right, people. <laughs> I, I stopped watching the trailer like halfway through. I couldn't even finish watching it. And judging by the comments uh, on YouTube, most people agree with me. I just I thought the casting was bad. I thought the the the, the scenarios were ridiculous i i well here's the problem when you say casting is bad that lethal weapon was just a cop essentially a cop tv show there was nothing very interesting about the plot it was all about that you cast these two guys who really made it fun Mm -hmm. that's the reason why we watched lethal weapon because of who was in it yep it's kind of like um, the, it's kind of like uh, Rush Hour. They're doing it. They, we have a you know, there's a Rush Hour TV show. Well, the Rush Hour concept, it's not a good concept. The reason right. why Rush Hour, everyone liked Rush Hour, is because it had freaking Jackie Chan in it. Right. Exactly. Jackie Chan is not in this, <laughs> and that's the problem with this Lethal Weapon trailer, is that the characters. It doesn't have the gravitas of the actors that were in the original one. Yeah. Uh, even though I think they're trying to do the same comp, uh, the same idea, which is there is a cop who really does not care if he lives or dies because he is uh, in such a bad place in his in his life. Yeah. Which is actually an interesting idea, but uh, I don't know if it was if it's going to work with this. Yeah, I don't, especially for a, a series where it'd be grating for me to watch the same guy act loony every week with a death wish of either I'm going to go out or I'm going to kill the bad guy. And I, I just don't. And I didn't I, I didn't buy like Mel Gibson sold the crazy with uh, uh, playing Riggs uh, back in the originals. And I didn't mm-hmm. feel this guy. I felt this guy was just kind of kind of just playing it as not nearly that level. It was just different, yeah. and I didn't yeah. buy it. I, yeah, me neither. Me neither. All right, well, let's just uh, let's just skip this one. We, we won't watch this one. <laughs> uh, the next one on Fox's list is The Exorcist. This one mm-hmm. surprises me, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're turning The Exorcist into a series, and... I uh, I actually thought that maybe the casting was okay. I, at first, I didn't even know what, what I was looking at. I was like, wait yeah. a minute, this this looks familiar. I, I'm, I'm not sure what I'm seeing here. And the only problem with the trailer is there wasn't anything scary to it. Mm-hmm. Like, they didn't pull off the, the oh, shit, I'm like, what the hell's going on here? It was like you saw one or two things that looked like it may have been – I don't think that ABC or that Fox really has the balls to go crazy with this. Yeah. They don't have the balls to go full Mel Gibson on it now. Uh, yeah. I don't. Like it needs to be on FX maybe. Yeah. 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 Again, this is one of those where uh, what is the series 
I if it's one guy investigating one college girl's possession for a whole season, that's a long road th- road to 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 go on. I mean, there was the show that was on. I forget what channel. They're redoing the Omen. Um, oh yeah, and uh, you know that has more of like a longer conspiracy theory type of not conspiracy theory, but th- there's dark dark forces trying to set up. Yeah, Damien's got a Damien has to grow up and survive yeah. and become. Yeah, uh, that's a so long journey. That's, long, that's a journey. This I don't know what the journey is here. It doesn't. It's again uh-huh. sounds like it's a pilot, and then what after what happens after that? Yeah, you're right. It was hard to tell who the lead was. Like, is it a priest who goes around and fights, uh, exercises people, different people every week? Is it one story between? It, it yeah. seemed to be following the original story a bit. Yeah, but, I was confused about that because the the log line, or at least the description on the for the video, said there was two priests and these who were dealing with it. In different ways, and I guess the older priest was one. It made it sound like he had been a priest who had done the original exorcism way back. Uh, of course, that's not really true because that in the movie that one priest jumps out the window, and yeah, so I don't, I don't know where I don't know what they're trying to do. I don't yeah. know who the who the star is. I don't know um, what if if it's going to be one exorcism or a bunch of them. Right, but it's called yeah. the Exorcist. So, well, I guess if it's it's not the Exorcist, maybe it's he's the guy that does the exercising, <laughs> and it's more than one person he has to. Do, uh, but uh, kind of like X Files for exercise. Yeah, I, I might, I'm going to give this one a chance. Uh, but you're right. I, I'm I'm curious to see where it would go. Mm-hmm. Like it, it doesn't seem like it has the the legs. But you know. Uh, uh, they did. Um, they did. Um, uh, what's the What's the one with an, uh, old Anthony Perkins? Uh, uh, oh, the Norma Bates, the Bates Motel. Yeah, the Bates Motel TV series, and I think they're like on two or three seasons now. Oh, they're on like third or fourth season. Yeah. Are they? Yeah, I mean, yeah, so yeah. they, and that had no story. I mean, there was like no story there to me. I'm like, really? They're gonna we're gonna talk about Norman Bates the entire damn time? Yeah. So they did work something out there. So who knows? Yeah, of course, that's on a non-network. That's a cable. So, again, that's a whole different animal when you get to have that level of freedom to be yeah, different audience, right. different ratings. And, uh, yeah. All right. This was the one I think you're going to you, that you were going to you were mentioned earlier. This one's called The yep. Son of Zorn. Yep. This one is out there, man. <laughs> yeah. Especially for Fox. Yeah. So set this one up, if you can. Uh, it's He-Man from imagine the He-Man cartoon, right? Um, except He-Man, the cartoon lives in our our world, and he's he's he has a son and an ex-wife, and he works uh, almost at like some sort of company, like Dunder Mifflin or something, and uh, it's. It's well, a, it's it's a it's a cartoon guy protagonist with live action people around him. Right. So Zorn is a drawn animated character. 2D, not 3D. It's completely 2D again. Yeah. Think He-Man. 
Yeah. Yeah. And even kind of poorly animated He-Man, like yeah. <laughs> really like straight on He-Man. And he's in a real world situation. They act as if he's just a regular guy. Yeah. But he's a, like an ex-barbarian. Yeah. This one is really out there. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I don't know if this can survive on Fox. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this... Um, yeah, this feels I'm, like it should be on uh, on uh, on uh, what's the one that has like family fun time and all that? Or, <laughs> um, Adult Swim type. Adult stuff. Swim, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Comedy Comedy Central or something. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I'm even going to give this one a chance, but who knows? Yeah. It just was really weird. Um, this one, uh, the Rocky Horror Picture Show. I think this is is this one of their live shows? That's what I was thinking. It, I I I can't imagine it being a series. So I'm thinking it's that trend of once once a season a network puts together a live show. I'm yeah. yeah. I think that's what this was. It was a little hard to tell because it was like a teaser, really. Yeah. Uh, they're redoing the Rocky Horror Picture Show, uh, and the. Uh, the woman who is in uh, Orange is the New Black, the transgender woman, is the transgender uh, uh, Frankenfurter in uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show. So maybe, but 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 if it is one of those live ones, I mean, it's May. How I, that doesn't usually come together, and <laughs> you, you know, I, so that makes me wonder just what it's going to be because. They wouldn't be doing that level of production and rehearsal at this point. Well, maybe they just shot some. They dressed some. I mean, they could sure. up and to just to make a trailer. Yeah, I guess. Um, I don't. But know. I'd like to listen. That's a hard act to follow. Uh, I mean, you know, uh, Curry was like he put his all into that damn role. So you. Mm-hmm. You've got some big shoes to fill if you're doing Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yes. So good luck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> good luck with that. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Um, this one I'm just going to br- uh, mention briefly. It's called APB. Mm-hmm. This one reminds me of one that CBS is also doing called Pure Genius. It's got, almost got the same setup, which is a rich guy decides – in the APB, a rich guy decides to essentially buy out a police district precinct mm-hmm. because he's frustrated with you know crime rates. And he arms them with technology to get them to uh, fight crime better. Mm-hmm. CBS has one which is the same thing, which is a – uh, tech guy builds a hospital and and just arms him with with the best technology and leading technology edge technology to you know help patients. This is then the kind of tech fantasy genre mm-hmm. in a way, which is these you know here's the fantasy of of cops who have apps that will instantly ring if somebody's in trouble and have special. Uh, taser guns and I mean all this crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's interesting that this is a, a a trend right now where they, it's like a Mark Zuckerberg decides to throw his money at the police department or a hospital. Mm-hmm. 
Um, maybe it's just this weird cultural fantasy that we have that maybe one of these rich guys does this. Yeah, comes in and <clears throat> spends their money and saves us all. Yeah, there was not much to say about that, but I just thought it was interesting that we were, we had this two shows that were very similar, one with cops and one with uh, yeah with doctors. Yeah, it looked interesting. I immediately had some pause when they threw in a scene with uh, a quadcopter drone doing some stuff and the guy piloting it, and I was like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> just right away, I I, I could almost see that full scene being played out and I immediately wasn't as enthused about that. Yeah. So. I mean, who knows? Uh, well, now we have Fox's time travel. Yes. Here it uh, comes. Here it comes. This one is the comedy version. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, this one is about a guy who invents a, a time machine, which is a duffel bag. <laughs> that he climbs into, goes back yeah. to 1770s, and falls in love with a woman. So he mm-hmm. keeps going back to you know be with her because he's a mm-hmm. big dork. He's a big dork, and then he starts changing the future by mistake. So he gets his friend, this black guy, to help, who's like a history guy, to come back and maybe help him fix things, mm-hmm. and all shenanigans breaks loose. Yeah. I have to say, this is the one trailer I watched all the way through, and <laughs> I actually found to be pretty funny. I thought the bits about uh, ham being a, a, lo- a currency was yeah. very funny. Um, if you bring so. ham back in time, it can get you off the hook with anything, because everyone's starving and just would love a nice piece of ham. <laughs> right. So um, I didn't expect to like this one, but I actually did. Uh, it was. I thought it was pretty funny. I don't know if I actually this, will watch it all the time, but um, I was. I was amused. It was kooky. Uh, I'll give this one a chance. Uh, I did laugh a couple times. I wanted to not to not like it. Just seemed a little derivative, but I was like, oh, okay, there's some funny stuff here. Um, yeah. I think the tone is pretty. It, they're not. They know that they're aping a lot of things, and I mean, a, a sleeping bag as a time machine. I mean. They know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they know. <laughs> All right. The last one for Fox is 24 Legacy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I liked the first couple seasons of 24. I thought it was a great idea. Mm-hmm. And I think this is exactly what future 24s should be is they just got on. It's a whole new set of characters, whole mm-hmm. new. And there's another 24 hours of craziness that has to be terrorists or whoever it is bad guys going to be killed but a different action hero yeah i think jack bauer was run to the ground they should have never done that yeah uh i think this is a good idea they didn't actually play up the fact that it's played as a 24-hour period though did they it mm, you're right the trailer did not actually even really they mentioned, that. yeah, they mentioned it was like CTU, and you know, it has all the elements with like a president and terrorists and and people being stalked and murdered and for nefarious reasons. And but it didn't at all mention anything about it being a specific period of time. Mm-hmm. But didn't Twenty Four even break that when they did their latest uh, thing? Their latest thing, anyway. So. I think 24 Legacy almost makes me think like it's 
it's set in that universe, but doesn't adhere to that rule. I would, if I were them, I would stick to, I, you know, if they're going to start over, I think they should stick to that was the, that was, that's what made it different. Yeah. Yeah. That's certainly, although, yeah, Uh, if they don't, that'll be disappointing, but uh, it almost becomes like 24 just becomes like a, of another franchise for them to stick a, that badge on it and for people yeah. to you know, just follow along. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Moving on to NBC. Uh, well, they only have two that I thought kind of fit into the geeky category, which one being uh, another time travel mm-hmm. uh, show um, that is called timeless. <laughs> this one is not a comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry. Um, they uh, spent a lot of money on this, and uh, essentially, it's a guy going back in time chasing a bad guy who's who's messing with time. Mm-hmm. It's literally like the it's the quintessential time travel story. You gotta stop the bad guy from making changes, type of thing. Yeah. Um, it's the but, opposite of the one we started with, which was Jekyll and Hyde going forward in time. These guys are going back in time. Right. Um, so, you know, it, it was kind of hard to tell really what the premise was, but they did show off some fancy special effects. There's Hind- Hindenburg going down. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love to think that maybe there was some crazy weirdness a la Lost to this, mm-hmm. but I can't guarantee you that's where it's going. This is one of yeah. those trailers I just couldn't figure it out. Yeah, I couldn't figure it out, especially because it's the trailer only shows what seems to be from the pilot, and they go back in time to that that one event. That isn't. It wasn't clear that there's other events that they go to, or even if they get stuck in that time. Right. It didn't. It wasn't really clear. Like, um, a, who knows if they're going to be jumping all over time, or if they get stuck in this one era and have to flush out this entire if if if, if all the events are happening in this one year or whatever. It they didn't really explain the rest of what the season really would be like. Yeah. Uh, but it looked high end. Yeah. Let's just put it that way. Of course, uh, isn't it true that like most of the pilots that they make are high end because that's what they're really they're really trying to sell. Oh. Uh sure, yeah. Um but you know they can't um it it all depends on how much faith they have in that script and sometimes yeah. they're just like, "Well, we'll do it, but you can't spend that much money." So you yeah. never know. You never yeah. know. Um then the thing I could not find because it hasn't been released but they put out a Krypton teaser. Uh, there is no footage. I don't think they've shot a single thing. But NBC, I, I think it's going to air on Sci-Fi Channel. I can't figure it out. Um, but it's a series based on uh, Krypton. It's Superman's grandfather. And that's all we know. Okay. So it's a super prequel then it's a super prequel uh no one has superpowers because they don't have the yellow sun uh, i think it's a political drama <laughs> mm-hmm. mm. so uh, like, is this like caprica then i don't <laughs> when I, I hear about prequels and uh their political dramas then i i have 
flashbacks to Caprica, <laughs> especially if it's on sci-fi. I'm like, ugh, that didn't work out so well. Well, I think they're also going to try to keep the aesthetics of the um, movie, and that was a weird alien ass looking mm-hmm. setting. So it's funny because when I watched the, and again, there was there is no trailer, like you said, there is no nothing to see, but all there was was a video of a person on IGN describing what people had seen. So it's like secondhand, secondhand, mm-hmm. uh, how it's described, and I, I totally didn't hear or didn't grok that it was a super prequel. I almost, it almost sounded to me and obviously I'm, I'm wrong, but it sounded to me like Krypton was destroyed, but not entirely destroyed. Like the, the planet was, uh, like there's still half left and people. Yeah. There's, yeah. It was like, it was, it was destroyed in the sense, not like in, uh, in like the 1970s version where it like blew up into like tiny, tiny atoms, but like it was destroyed enough so that like almost like uh, any earth apocalyptic movie where, you know, earth right. has gone to shit and, and now we have to like start over again. And, and it sounded <laughs> the way that it was described really quickly by that, uh, that person on IGN was, I was like, Oh, wait a minute. So, so Krypton blew up, but, Actually, it was destroyed in the sense that civilization, when civilization was destroyed, so they have to like pick the pieces back up. I'm like, oh, actually, that'd be kind of neat, you know? They're... Maybe that's an interesting idea. I, I so it's kind of it. like it's like a post post apocalyptic Krypton, right? Right. It's like Mad Max on Krypton. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that would be interesting. I think that'd be a better story. <laughs> uh. Uh, all right. All right. We're gonna wrap this up with one last one. <clears throat> Uh, from the CW, mm-hmm. this is the other time travel-ish show called Frequency. Mm-hmm. This one looked interesting uh, Interesting to me. A woman who is, uh, she's grown up, she's a cop. Her father was a cop. I think her father has, was shot because he was known to be a dirty cop. Mm-hmm. She... Um, she has her own father's uh, uh, CB radio. And it suddenly turns on, she gets on it, and she starts hearing voices from her father. And they have this connection through the radio, this time travel connection. So she can speak to her younger father. She changes history by warning him, and now her history is all screwed up. Right. And it sounds like she's really messed it up where maybe her mother's dead instead of her father and then all hell's broken loose and she has to now set things straight. Mm-hmm. Now, again, we've had the same discussion on a lot of these is, wow, where is this going to go every freaking week? Yeah. It's, because it's, this sounds like a movie too, where after two hours, the story's done. Yeah. Well, some of these were movies. Again, I, I, as I was reading some of these descriptions, it said, well, this one's actually based on this book or this previous movie and i thought this one was one of those that was previously a i think that was a movie i think so so yeah it's so is it is it sort of like how 12 monkeys is now a successful series that goes beyond just what the the movie was or is it you know we'll see yeah um actually i thought it this one looked good. The quality, the acting, everything looked good. But I mm-hmm. sat there, was thinking, "Wow, how are they going to just drag this?" It felt like they were going to have to drag out the concept. Yeah. 
So unless the real concept hasn't been uh, disclosed through this trailer, like there's actually a, a larger story to be told, um, this one, uh, this one's going to be struggling. I think yeah. the thing that I worry about with a lot of these that are they're high concept, but then they devolve very quickly into basically what are procedurals or something, right? Where it's like, okay, I have this connection with my father through this ham radio. And it's really poignant in the very first episode, but then every other episode after that is, well, I have this knowledge of history and you're on this other side, but we can work to solve this one yeah, problem. Yeah, a new crime. It's, this new crime. And I have no interest in that at all. Yeah. Hey, Dad, could you go up and look up in the Hall of Records about this guy? <laughs> oh, yeah. I, exactly. That's what we do not want. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, the reality is, is making really good TV is very, very hard. And one of these might be, uh, you know, amazing. Um, but it's like opening up a new restaurant. The chances are it's not going to survive. And that's yeah. how TV is as well. So um, who knows? Who knows? I guess we'll have to revisit later and check our check our scorecards and see. See who survived. Who survived. <laughs> All righty. Well, this uh, half hour show turned into an hour show, of course. So we should end this now. But yeah. um, I'm excited about the new TV s- season. And man. You think this is a lot of geeky stuff? I mean, with all the like uh, stuff coming on HBO and, uh, and uh, cable networks and streaming networks, uh, oh, yeah. there's, there's a lot of stuff coming. There's tons of stuff, and there was uh, I was going to bring up uh, some Kickstarter stuff that's been coming along, and there's yeah, there's a whole bunch out there. Yeah, so it's good to be a geek. <laughs> yeah, let's just put it that way. All right. Well, thank you for joining me this evening. And I hope everybody out there has a good geek week. Uh, uh, Look up these uh, trailers. Um, I will try putting some of them on the uh, Facebook page. So you'll start seeing them pop up there. So, all right. Have a uh, good geek week, everybody. Take care. All right. Good night. Good night.